0: Dear Ann Landers, my husband is I in shock. I'm extremely upset. Years, my son got married again. Dear he Ann Landis, I'm very happy. Dear Abby, I've never seen a woman here, Abby. She
1: thinks way too, too much of her son. She had to get married. Dear Pod. Goodbye, 2019, worst shows of my life
2: on Friday.
1: And it was 25 minutes where I was like, here's here's how I know I've grown as a comic. Because even when I blow, I know that I have enough material where even if I say it at lightning speed, I have 25 minutes worth of stage time within me. And I used it, oh, Lord. Uh, It was at the Catherine Hepburn Cultural Arts Center in Old Saybrook. And uh, they don't like the word dick smack. And I learned that the hard way.
0: <laughs> Why? Was it like it a, was like, a, oh, no, some, Aaron. yeah,
1: sometimes it was, no, it was just met with complete silence. And it's a lesson to me to figure out what, like when you do a show in a theater, it's different than being in a club. And I have been in club mode really intensely for a, for a good solid amount of time. And I've also been in MC mode, which is another thing too. So I'm so used to people being right there and people being game. And these people, the median age was 173. There were defibrillators in the aisles. They didn't know what was going on. And and there's certain points sometimes where you go into a bit that you know is wrong for the room that you're in, but you're in the bit and you can't find a way out other than to literally just stop talking and go, I'm not going to do that, which... I should have done. In retrospect, sometimes you're, the train leaves the station and you can't derail it.
0: I do that in conversation.
1: Yeah, you're walking into it and you you hover outside your body you're like, and you I watch I think this it. is
0: going to this is going to be funny. And then you're like, oof.
1: But you've already gone too far in. Yeah. You're already waist high.
0: I did it to my cousin this weekend who I thought would be like really receptive to it. Uh-oh. What did you say? I, well, she had a, she has this show in Chicago and um it's like, you know, our our aunt wants, you know, like a playbill, and she wants to, you know, read it or whatever. I'm like, I I don't know why, because she can't read. She can't see anything, well, so I don't know why she'd want a playbill. She's like, well, that's harsh. And I'm like, <gasps> well, no, it's factual. She literally can't. But the more, like, the more you're, like, swimming in it, the more you're sinking. I'm like,
1: oh. Yeah, well, yeah. welcome to my job. Where, now, try that in front of... 300 people who are looking at you like you're an asshole. And I think you just I'm doing
0: think, it right now. I know. But it's only three people.
1: Well, I'm with you. Oh, thank Hi. you. Bye. Hi. 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 We're easing into the new year. Just one finger, one finger into the new year. Just one at a time. So I spend some time with the fam. And by time, I mean less than 24 hours. Sounds great. There's a point in the holiday season where it's like, Christmas, 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 done, Christmas, done, Christmas. Are you happy? Yes, done. Open a gift, done. Push it, got it, eat it, drink it, slap it. Smack it up, oh. flip it, rub it down. Oh, no. Oh. It's so aggressive. It's at a certain point, And you're going from house to house or party to party and thing to thing. And you forget that you have to get a gift for this person and that person. And so it was just, it was the fastest trip home I've ever had. It was 12 hours of aggressive Christmas. Uh, but I did see on Netflix, and I highly recommend this, the movies we love. Do you know about this? Mm, no. It's a series where they talk about, and there's only four episodes oh, in the wait, series. Oh, wait.
0: You said this.
1: Oh, no. I, but I haven't watched this. Somebody was talking about The Toys We Love is on Netflix also, where they talk about the toys that they grew well, up with. Maybe Galen was
0: talking about this.
1: Oh, yes. So there's only four out there, Home Alone, Die Hard, Ghostbusters, and Dirty Dancing. And we watched the Dirty Dancing one, and they break down, like, what happened on the set, and, th- like, quirky little facts, and it's edited in a really fast, fun Crazy over the top way, and I loved it. I have to watch the other ones. But Dirty Dancing, it was like Patrick Swayze and Jennifer uh, Grey. They had beef.
0: Yeah, they didn't get along. And when they're doing the lift in the water, the water was about like eight degrees. Yeah, yeah.
1: And and that they had to have a come to Jesus before they did that movie together, and that it barely they did a movie, got made. They
0: did a movie prior to that movie where they didn't get along there so now they were cast a movie that they definitely didn't get along
1: I was like what happened on the set of Red Dawn That, that they I was like what was the scenario somebody said or did something wrong
0: did Joel Grey step in and be like listen
1: and he's like life is a cabaret and she's like dad get off the set Dad.
0: He carries his makeup around him all the time. Does
1: he always have cheeks that look rouged?
0: Does he always, is he always carried in Liza's purse? Yes, he's that small. It's like <laughs> elf <laughs> on the shelf. Joel Gray on a shelf.
1: Joel! Yeah, so watch it because it's fun. Like the facts that they have about how this movie like almost did not get made and they brought it to like a direct-to-video distributor and all that stuff. What I love the most is that when the director went in to pitch to the executives, he lost his voice. He fully lost his voice. Couldn't say a word.
0: Is that how they got the character development of her sister?
1: No, no, it was more about Johnny Castle. They're like, that's the guy we want right there. <laughs> Dumb and pretty. Sign me on. Here's $2 million to get your film made. And they're gajillionaires because of that. We're all doing the wrong thing if we're not looking at residual income. No. We- In 2020, we need to start doing something for Dear Pod that has a residual effect. I think it does. Nausea. Well, yeah. I'm not talking about physical or emotional. I'd oh. like monetary.
0: Oh, you gotta be a little bit more specific.
1: Well, I am drinking out of a Deerpod mug that says go scratch on the other side. I think it's time to start bringing out some swag, Don't you?
0: Oh, me gusta.
1: Deerpod thongs. Deerpod vases. Deerpod maxi pads.
0: Wow. Well.
1: Deerpad. Ah!
0: Dear Pad!
1: Oh my God, there's so many possibilities. I'm just saying that 2020 is going to be a It'll an make exciting you laugh till
0: you bleed, Dear Pad.
1: <laughs>
0: it catches everything.
1: <laughs> when you're wetting yourself, please use a Dear Pad. It adheres to your underwear. And the darn thing's got wings. See? Advertising. Advertising.
0: We're just missing it.
1: Hey. Hey.
0: Hey. I'm going to
1: ease into the new year. Are you ready? Because it's January 2nd and everybody's got, everybody's coming out of their hangover. So I'm going to say, welcome to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I'm your host, Marv Albert. And I'm
0: Cicely Tyson.
1: And we're coming to you from the 2020 Maha Bar in the beautiful New Year's Pineapple Ranch. Can
2: I hear it?
0: Yes, 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 yes,
2: yes, yes, queen. yes, 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 yes,
0: yes, Is this Jonathan from
1: Queer Eye? <laughs> 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 I th- My first thought was this is the new kid on Project Runway, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the one who got cut? Yes. Was that just one yasser or was that multiple yeses from multiple different people? Multiple yasses from Jonathan. Oh, Jonathan from Queer Eye. Yeah. I d- Who the hell did you think it? Was I don't about? know. It could be any of my friends. Any Jonathan? Any Jonathan? All of your
0: Jonathan friends.
1: Yes, I have a Somehow lot of gay we've sec- Jonathan's we've going. Yeah. We secretly
0: recorded all of your friends.
1: Yeah, and we gathered them in a room, and everybody say yes. Everybody say yes to twenty twenty.
0: I think we should say no to yes. In I don't know.
1: I mean, it's going to phase out just like um. Thought- work. Has really kind of phased out. Why, queen?
0: I don't know. Someone said it at the theater the other night.
1: Um, I like this. Point those biscuits, bitch. And I want to start bringing that into 20s. I'm okay with I that. I heard that the other day. Point those biscuits.
0: Where were you? Every
1: time I dance with Joel Grey, I tell him to point his biscuits. But really, he's just serving shrimp cocktail.
0: <laughs> really, he's just showing me his nuts.
1: <laughs> well, if you haven't resolved to to make some resolutions this year put this at the top of your list please resolve to rate review and subscribe to our sexiness our 2020 sexiness here at dearpod follow a strict diet of dearpod online at Deer Pod Official on your twitter your instagram your facebook and go to our website yes just like you're going to the gym for the first 2 weeks of the new year dearpodofficial.com then break all your resolutions and write to us for advice on how to be a better person in 2021 you can write to us, dearpotofficial at gmail.com. Hi, Happy New Year. Have you made any resolutions? Are you on Whole30?
0: What? No.
1: <laughs> I tried Whole30 <clears throat> for nine days, and I wanted to cut a bitch. The whole nine. The ho- I did the whole nine. You were on the back nine. I was. I felt it was enough. It was. I just wanted to try. I was like, okay, so what's the deal with the Whole30? Does it make me feel better? And you're supposed to take out... Alcohol, grain, sugar, dairy supposed to teach you about yourself mm-hmm. and I've learned that without them I'm a bitch.
0: Right. So then you don't need to do it. I don't understand these fad diets because Always on not, the new year too. They're not sustainable.
1: Agreed. Keto? I did try keto for yeah, a second. No, I
0: did too. It didn't work.
1: Yeah. It makes your heart palpitate. Or was that just me? I
0: just didn't give a shit anymore.
1: No. It's always the first two weeks. This is when people join gyms. I've been i I've been crushing it all year round. I don't need a resolution.
0: So I work with um, a woman who uh, every now and again, she's like, I found this new diet and um, you do like a packet. You work with Rosie Perez. Uh-huh. I do a packet <laughs> in the morning. I do a packet at lunch and then I do like tea at night. I'm like, what? What? That sounds terrible. She's like, well, the packets taste like mushroom. I'm like oh that's uh, wonderful, but every month it's a different diet keep in mind when she's off the diet and she's already had her tummy tuck and her and her boobs lifted yeah she eats as if she's on death row and this is her last meal yes so it's like I can have I can have all these ribs and mashed potatoes and french fries and I'm like that's not how first of all it's not how your tummy works. tuck works and second that's definitely not how your diet works
1: well Unless you're
0: purging in the bathroom.
1: Unless it's the new intuitive eating.
0: I don't know. Have you heard
1: anything about that? That you're supposed to just eat the way you intuit. And that's horrifying. Because if I ate the way that I feel, I'd be on my 600-pound life. Uh, But there's a new show on TLC that's like, it's called something like, My Feet Are Terrible. They never bury the lead with their titles of their show, which I kind of like because you know exactly what you're going to get. Well, yeah. It's like okay. I eat a couch on Sundays and Thursdays, and I'm a horrible person.
0: Well, have you ever seen that one show, like What Are You Eating? And someone just likes to eat f- foams from the from the cushion.
1: Yes. Why are people eating furniture? When did this come into vogue?
0: I don't know. And it's like do, I'm not going to eat...
1: lie; I would try it because I eat weird things.
0: Well, allegedly, allegedly, in some fast food places that we eat at, their bread is made with the same. Type of materials that is found in cushion. cushions.
1: No. I knew it was too delicious to not be cushion. <laughs> <laughs> I can't whole,
0: believe it's not cushion. I spray. can't believe
1: it's not pillow. <laughs> this is delicious. It's tempur I'll have a, a six-foot tempur with with uh, mayonnaise and turkey and shredded lettuce.
0: Is this down? No? Okay.
1: Oh, okay, good. I'll have a footlong suede. Yeah, delicious. How were your holiday travels?
0: Not great.
1: Oh Jesus! Okay, all right. You're coming in hot. Yeah. Why? What happened? Just uh, did you get to places on time? No, I did not. Oh, oh. I. You don't want to talk about it anymore?
0: No, that was weeks ago
1: weeks. We're in January 2nd now. <laughs> January 2nd, good people. So it's time. Let's dive in. Because um, we want to ease into this holiday. I think we're going to ease in with something that everybody loves this week. It's a grab bag week here at Deer Pod, where we just grab our, we put our fists up the bags of Ann Landers and Deer Abbey, and we come out with a couple random articles that have nothing to do with anything at all.
0: It's like the old popcorn trick at the movies. Oh! <gasps>
1: Oh, I've played that game before. I bet you have. Well, hey there, mister. I just want a nice large but Wait a minute. What's in the bottom of this bucket? <laughs> I loved it. I played the bucket trick with Joel Gray once, and then I realized his whole body was in the bucket, and I was <laughs> like, Joel, get out of here. You're covered in salt and <laughs> meth, I think that is. So, yes, we're here. We're, we're deer potting again. It's, it's grab bag time. We have a couple of fancy articles for you and hopefully we'll start to ramp up into the new year. It's 2020. Are you making any resolutions or do you just not do that?
0: I don't do that because they're stupid. Oh. And what's the point?
1: What's the point of making promises to yourself yeah. in the shittiest month of the year? Correct. Oh, okay. I'm not going to
0: promise to work out more. I already work out.
1: I already work out a lot. So I'm good with that. I promise saying.
0: myself every day to get a new job. I'm working on it. Okay. I don't know how successful that's going to be.
1: How are you working? Are you working on it right now? Yeah. Are you sending things out right now?
0: I send things out nearly every day.
1: All day, every day. Yep. God, it's another. I'm not going to start the new year with a talk about career shit. Well, It's a new year, and by 2021, it will be a whole different conversation.
0: Well, I I hope in the next couple months, it'll be a whole conversation.
1: Yes, it will. Yes, it will. I can't wait till you work at Toys R Us. Oh, wait. They don't exist anymore. I don't like the fact that you have to buy everything online now. I like the act of going and touching things. People, articles of clothing.
0: Well, bookstores toys. are now coming back also.
1: oh, <gasps> They are coming back? Mm-hmm. It has to. They have to come back. They have to stay here because I live every day in fear that Barnes & Noble will close and then I will have no place to poop.
0: Well, wow. That's...
1: Everybody poops in a Barnes & Noble. There is something about... <laughs> the literary, the smell of literacy in the air. When you walk into that 14th Street Barnes & Noble, every time I can set my watch to it, I'm like, whoop, I'll see you in 20 minutes.
0: I don't think I've ever done that.
1: (gasps) I'm putting it out there. Anybody who wants to email me about this, because I have had conversations with multiple people who say there's something about a Barnes & Noble that maybe relaxes you. I don't know.
0: On 14th Street?
1: Uh, In general, it happens in every Barnes & Noble. Oh really? I love it. I like a brick and mortar Barnes and Noble. I don't want them. That's to because go away. you're
0: passing a lot of bricks
1: <laughs> and more mortar.
0: Mm-hmm. Depends mm-hmm.
1: on what. Depends on how much fiber.
0: Depends on the meatloaf.
1: Wow, it's already 2020, and we are one poop joke in. Can't help it. Again, we Literally didn't resolve to change. I'm not planning on changing anything about myself. I don't, make any, myself. R- I don't, I don't make, make any rules.
0: I don't make any promises.
1: I don't. I make zero promises, so that I ha- I keep the bar so low. I will beginning.
0: promise you this. What? If on the third ring... L-
1: Madam does not pick up? The lady
0: doesn't pick up the phone.
1: That you will drop an F-bomb?
0: I will buy a ticket and fly to her house. Really? And then shit down her chimney.
1: <laughs>
0: Say, Santa forgot something.
1: I'll just make sure the flue is closed before you do that.
0: And then when she goes to try to open it... it just
1: oh, falls my a- God! Well, we had two families of squirrels living in there once upon a time, so... We'd be used to the smell of turd in the living room. <laughs> That's nice. I'm, a- ask her about it. Here's what she's going to say. I'm not going to ask her I walked her through the living room, and it smelled like rotting carcass for like two weeks, and then it was just gone. And then the chimney man came, and he took out five skeletons. She talks about it like this is something major that happened in our family, like a family member died in that chimney. Well. I've had the conversation with her multiple times. And there we go. Wow. Everybody is so happy to be here right now. This energy is just electric. Uh
0: Uh-huh. Shall I begin?
1: Yes, for the love of Christ, please do.
0: All right. This is from the Courier-Journal, Louisville, Kentucky, September 4th, 1985. I believe it was a Wednesday. Dear Abby, I have a beautiful, smart, 19-year-old daughter who is a very, who has a very poor judge of character. She could have her pick of boyfriends, but she always picks the losers. Her current one is, quote-unquote, Dick. What? He's employed, but no place to live. So since I would do anything to make my daughter happy, I let Dick move into our room, <laughs> into our home. He is moody, domineering, is always picking on my daughter, and she either does as he says, or else. It upsets me to see her hurt every day. They are not engaged, and I can't understand why he has such a hold on her or why she takes his abuse. If I interfere, she takes his side. If I tell Dick to move, she will move too, and then she would really have a dog's life. She treats him like a god, and he treats her like dirt. Do you think she needs help other than mine? How can I wake her up? I'm afraid she will marry him. Signed, no name no town.
1: Sad. Once you let Dick in, it's really hard to get rid of Dick.
0: Well, I mean, you could you could, if, if you keep the Dick inside for longer than it should.
1: The Dick goes bad.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's really hard to oust the Dick.
0: Yeah, you really need to pull that Dick out.
1: I know, but it's cleanup is really difficult.
0: Well, especially if it's been there for too long.
1: Once Dick leaves, it's a, just a mess in there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Dear No Name, Your quote-unquote help thus far, as well-meaning as it may have been, has done more harm than good. Your smart daughter needs professional counseling to find out why she cares so little for herself and sets herself up to be treated like dirt. Dick shouldn't be living in your home. (laughs) If your daughter wants to move out, you can't stop her, but let her know that the door is always open to her, providing she returns without dick. Dick.
1: Get the dick out! Get the dick out the door. The funny thing is they what year was this? They didn't read it they didn't write that ironically.
0: 1985.
1: Yeah, there's no, like still, dick was being used a lot back then. She's the, like I don't name.
0: mind dick. I just like don't I don't like this dick with her.
1: This dick does just not fit in here. This you know? dick
0: doesn't taste great.
1: <laughs> it just doesn't fit inside. This dick takes up way too much space. And this dick is terrible. This dick is terrible This to her. dick is going to hurt her. This dick hurts her. This is a dick smack. He dick smacked her.
0: I knew it was a bad dick walking in.
1: I know. the sec. You know the way you know a bad dick. Yes. You know, within the first five minutes, this dick is not going to work.
0: I don't think this dick is going to work for me.
1: Yeah. So remove the dick from your home. It looks she like, like a dirty dick. She could have picked any name. Really? She could dick. have said, let's call him Jason.
0: But this Jason needs to leave. No, See, not as funny. This dick this needs Jason to go. Does
1: this dick.
0: I'm going to slam that dick in the door.
1: <laughs> don't let the door hit that dick on the way out. What has he left behind in here? What a How mess. do you even
0: kiss that dick?
1: I don't even know.
0: I wouldn't let that dick come anywhere near my face.
1: <laughs> that dick in my living room. Stop shoving
0: dick down my throat, is Damn It's dick it. in
1: the bathroom again? Dick is always in the bathroom. She could have picked any name. She really could have. Uh, as to the content of the the dick scenario,
0: she's nineteen. Number one.
1: Why are they living together at nineteen?
0: If he has a job, I I, I, I would. this is why I don't have kids. Because I'd be like, absolutely not.
1: He's not living in. He's this house. He's not
0: living in in this house. You should not be dating some someone like Dick. Because she does not say.
1: I oh. have dated many a dick in my life. And that is my, her story is my story, except not with the living together, but I have been in scenarios where I have been treated like crap and I'm like, I just love this dick. Yeah. We keep them around even though they treat us like turd. Mm -hmm. It's called self-esteem and I don't have any of it. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: can see that.
1: You can see by the way I dress.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You have really low self-esteem. So
1: I've been there before, so I get it. If Pier 1 sold clothes, you'd be there. It's true. Uh, It's hard to get rid of of a bad dick. Yeah. Sometimes.
0: Because when you have to stand up to dick.
1: Dick don't fall easy. No. No. He really sticks himself in the ground. Yeah,
0: just smacks you right on the face.
1: I know. And one mushroom tattoo later. Too much dirt. Too dirty. Look at—he's just shaking his head at it's us too now. Too blue. But I,
0: who needs a blue dick?
1: I have—I n- can't imagine living with somebody at age nineteen.
0: I can't imagine a parent being like, sure, and watching. Yeah, move it? him in. No. Apparently.
1: But no matter what a mother says, it will never slap her. It will never dick smack her daughter out of wanting to, just, to date the person. Right. No, you have to come to your own conclusion in your own time. Wow! Did I stop the room? What happened? Yeah, you did. Oh, okay. Wow. This is from the Escanaba Daily Press, Escanaba, Michigan, May 12, 1970. Long-haired kids clogging up sink! Dear Ann Landers, I agree with the mother who wishes you would quit saying hair is not important. Hair is very important at our house. We have three long-haired sons and a daughter whose hair is down to her waist. The boys wash their hair four times a week. With the girl, it's a daily ritual. That means 19 towels in the wash every Monday morning. We buy shampoo by the case, and now they are asking for cream rinse. Cream rinse. Cream (laughs) rinse? They want the cream rinse, which costs nearly as much as the shampoo. We have two hair dryers in the house, which are constantly in use. The electricity bill is out of this world. Nothing clogs up the sink like hair. It's easier to get a doctor to come out than a plumber, and cheaper, too. The last time a plumber came, he greeted me with more hair, huh? So please, Ann Landers, don't tell me hair is not important because I know better. Mrs. G.W.W. of Chattanooga. <laughs> Dear Chat, once again, experience triumphs over theory. You win, lady. You win. Man. Hair down the drain. I also want to find the article where she said hair isn't important. (laughs) Like, what was the scenario? Don't worry about it. Hair isn't important. However, my shellacked wig that I place on top of my other wig every Monday morning is hair is very important. You grew up in a house with a lot of kids. Jesus, how many clogged sinks did you have?
0: That's a very good question. I don't actually remember. Maybe, I think we just have really good pipes. They don't remember it.
1: Yes, <laughs> solid Chicago pipes. That's or right. Or no hair. Did everybody just shave their heads?
0: Mm-hmm. 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 Unlike my New York City apartment, where it's clogged all the time.
1: Oh yes. Well, it's but that's coming because
0: my hair is falling out.
1: It doesn't look like it to me. Well, I'm wearing a hat. Well, you could also get that spray. Absolutely That like not. you know makes it. I once I had a friend that used that. Well. I use the term friend loosely. We roomed together um, on a tour for like two nights, and I went into the bathroom, and I was like, what's all this black stuff everywhere? It was like soot on the sink, and I couldn't figure it out. And every day it would be wiped up, and then it would come back again. I'm like, what is all this black stuff? And then he was sitting in front of me like down a couple steps one day, and I noticed that he sprayed his whole head on. He like spray-painted it on. Yeah. Yeah. And this is too recent, with the advent of too many pills and PRP and ways that you can uh, regrow your hair. There's too much stuff that you could be taking that you should actually be spraying your hair on anymore, like well, paint. Well, um, I'm. I had
0: a. I think I told you this. I had a, a English teacher who would spray his hair, and it was so hot in our high school because we didn't have we didn't have air conditioning. It would drip. Yeah, I mean hotter. Than hell,
1: <laughs> and he it like, was just. And
0: we're we're in all boys school, so we're all in like ties, long pants. Uh, he looked like a shirts, taper candle and melting. He was like his name. I can't tell. His, he's one of his eyes is crossed, so you never know who he's talking to. Oh. And he looks like he's like a character in like Dead Poet Society or uh, <laughs> any one of those movies. Scooby Doo. Sco- Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> Or the Princess Bride, Um,
1: yeah. These like misfit-looking chemistry teachers, right? Like happens to some. He's
0: more of a. He's got like one of those weird shapes, like one of those like Mister Happy books, (gasps) Mister Oblong.
1: Loved those books.
0: But he has like really thick glasses, and he dresses in clothes from two decades ago. Uh And he'd always stand in front of me because I was in the front of the class for some unknown reason. And um, so his. Penis was always like at my face, <laughs> and I'd be—I just have to stare Stop. at him. I couldn't like look straight ahead because I'd be staring at his crotch. So then I'd look up, and then I'm like, "Oh my god, he's sweating his hair off." <laughs> and then he'd turn around, and I'm like, "No, no, no, no!" Like I couldn't pay attention in class anyway. But then I was like, "This is not <laughs> happening." But now, since my hair has fallen out twice since this current employment, um, I'm like, maybe I should
1: spray it on. <laughs> it would know. just be easier. Don't you dare. I am the one friend who is going to stop you right or now. Or if I just get like a tattoo. Now that I could get more Or behind. what John
0: Travolta does when he just wears a wig.
1: Does he just wear like a, a lace front wig? How do you do that in everyday you life? You glue it on. But like, you're going to see it when people are close up. I don't know. Does he really wear a wig? Yeah. I'd rather sweat my hair well, off than bald. wear a wig. Me too. Wow. Just take a sharpie and call it a day. We'll see. Do it every, every morning. Just draw it in and then give yourself a little Frida Kahlo unibrow. The my real hair, right? <laughs> <laughs> John, I'm sorry to tell you this, honey, but you wore your wig sideways today.
0: I'm so sorry, Rat. Right? <laughs>
1: I can see the lace front from space. My gosh. I don't know who's gluing that thing to your head, but use staplers next time, for Christ's sake. Every time I go on a roller coaster with you, it flaps backwards.
0: That's <laughs> not my problem, right? Here.
1: And then it looks like you're wearing a hairy cape. <laughs> my God, John.
0: Your neck is wearing a cape, right? That's so funny, right? I see you.
1: <laughs> John, I never want to stand behind you. That, well, yeah, that's okay. That's is. not his real hair.
0: No, that's that's John Trevor. Oh, that is
1: very, but like.
0: James is just brought a picture of John Travolta
1: yes just to let the listeners at home know that we're looking at pictures of John Travolta see if we can clock that lace bald. front what is he just embracing that now
0: I think so yeah
1: okay yes embrace it you know what either be it or don't be it and there's no need for a guy to wear a wig right now we have options bald is very trendy
0: yeah but if you don't want to be bald I don't want and to
1: you don't bald. want to be bald
0: why would I want to be? I don't. Well,
1: I don't know. Some people can rock the look. I cannot. Are you scared of what the scalp looks like under the hair? No, that would be my biggest fear. No, I don't.
0: I think I'm scared of what it looks like when I don't have any hair.
1: Okay, well, we'll get you a nice. Oh wow, a close up of the lace front wig. Why bother?
0: So that's what maybe I you could
1: get group. her to invest in wigs for you. I say then lean into the wig and get yourself like a blue afro.
0: You know what I want is a wig. When I used to work at Ralph Lauren. They would, like, throw all these wigs away. And I had a wig at my desk um, where it was a ponytail. So it was, like, all, like, right here. yeah, And then pulled back.
1: It was the Teresa Judice so, hairline. <laughs> <the> right? <laughs> so
0: people would be like, hey, Patrick, I have some receipts for the what the fuck. And i am just be sitting there with, like, this really long You'd
1: be like, ponytail. hey, girl.
0: Hey. <laughs>
1: Patrick, I think you're supposed to wear it further back on your head. No, no, I have a two head. It's fine.
0: <laughs> Is it my ponytail?
1: It's a comb over from my eyebrows. <laughs> Is it a ponytail? But like a
0: high, I was like, I, so I'd be sitting at my desk with this like, this thing that's made for a head that's super small and it, like, it would hurt because it, it was glued onto like a mannequin, uh-huh. but I'd like shove it on like a tiny little helmet and it would just like, like burrow into my head. But then I'd have like this long fall in the back.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) So I had a little collection. Welcome to Ralph Lauren. What's wrong with that woman? (laughs) God, she's hideous. I don't want to buy my sheets from her.
0: That woman followed me into the bathroom.
1: (laughs) And was saying things like, hey, how are you doing? There's cake (laughs) in the break room. Hi. (laughs) My name is Jeannie. I would make up a whole character based around a wig. I could have fun with wigs. All right, give me another one. Okay. All right. Okay. It's
0: a very subdued dear pod today.
1: It is. Well, it's the new year and we're easing in. We don't want to overwhelm people who are getting over hangovers. All right.
0: My whole body's out of whack.
1: I can smell it. What? Exactly.
0: Oh. The Courier Journal, Louisville, Kentucky. Mm. April 1st, 1981. Mm. Dear Abby. I'm over 21, and so is he. We've
1: been... <laughs> she should just stop. <laughs> and so is he. And so Slam. is Slam. Yeah.
0: We've been seeing each other for the last four weeks and have become very, very close. Okay. I wear braces on my teeth and have good dental hygiene.
1: Wait a minute. She's 21. Is she just, is she, okay. I just have questions already. Okay, I'm sorry. I
0: wear braces on my teeth and have good dental hygiene. The problem is that, although we've been intimate several times, he hasn't once kissed me on the mouth. Oh. This takes away from the otherwise great romantic relationship. This also makes me very angry with him. I asked him why he won't kiss me, and he wouldn't answer. What do you think? Signed, missing kissing. Dear Missing, your braces are probably responsible for the kissless relationship. Oh. Braces have been known to cut the lips if too much pressure is brought to bear. Don't pressure him. After your braces come off, you'll have the answer. So basically, he just likes to fuck.
1: <laughs> it's a pretty like, woman thing. Yeah,
0: she does everything but kiss in the mouth. Yeah. Same with him.
1: You think it really has to do with the braces? Or do you just think he's just like, nope, let's just do this.
0: Um, I don't know if I ever kissed anybody with my braces, so I don't think I'd know.
1: Did you have braces growing up? True. Didn't you have, um, now braces, it's a whole different ball game with Invisalign.
0: We've talked about this before.
1: And, well, yeah. This is a repeat. Well, I'm sorry. I'm just going back to the good people this who have been. This is from the been... original broadcast. Well, and if you go back and binge us, because we're very bingeable, you'll gonna... hear what we talk about Invisalign. Uh True. Yeah, Look, I'm not going to lie, I had very painful braces.
0: So if they have a very intimate relationship, then what's he... Do- oh. Uh, he's probably just using the five-finger discount downtown.
1: Oh, God! Oh! That is so vivid.
0: Because she's clearly not doing oral.
1: Oh, my God, could you imagine?
0: Especially if he's uncut.
1: Who needs a salami cutter? It's like going to the deli counter.
0: <laughs> it's just like... It's like like someone... Snagging like a, a Christmas ham, like a like a fishing hook.
1: Oh! On your foreskin. Oh Jesus God! Oh so- my God,
0: that's so beautiful.
1: Stop. Oh! God! that will get the dick out of your house. I can't get out. Can you just I can't get out. Oh, call nine one one? Oh, God. I,
0: I, 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 I.
1: I also like that she, she prepped her ahead of time mm. by burying the lead of this. Is like, okay, first of all, before I say anything, I'm 21, so is he. We've been together, we're very serious.
0: And I'm, I am I have a mouthful of braces.
1: But he makes me wear a bag over my head and slightly asphyxiates me every Friday and Wednesday. Is this a weird thing? Is this, am I reading this wrong? Does he not want to look <laughs> at my face? He flips me
0: over and then puts four pillows on my head.
1: <laughs> is Is that... Normal? I, I, I don't know.
0: He makes me wear boys' underwear and then rips them off.
1: <laughs> All right. I'm going to give you the Daily Register from Red Bank, New Jersey. January 7th, 1982. So very close in the, it's the beginning of the new year. Yeah. 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 Dear Aunt Landers, please help me. I'm so <laughs> embarrassed and ashamed. I'm a college freshman, and ever since the sixth grade, I have wet my pants. I don't do it as often as I used to, but it is still a horrible problem. Tonight, I went with some friends to a haunted house at the fairgrounds. I used the bathroom at home before I left and again when we got there. But when we went in, when we went inside the spook house, I wet my pants twice. I was safe inside because it was dark and we were all squished together. Didn't need to use the word squished. No. I prayed no one would notice and I was lucky. No one did. I would have died if someone had found out. When it happened in the sixth grade, some kids did notice that my dress was wet in the back and they teased me about it for days. I wished I could have died. I didn't tell my mother or anyone else because I was so ashamed. That incident changed my personality. I've been a quiet person ever since. When I laugh too much or get emotional, I can't control myself. Do some people have bigger bladders than others? I would appreciate any help you can give me. Signed, NN. Not now. (laughs) Dear NN, you must see a urologist and find out if you have a physical problem. If so, you ought to wear rubber pants until it can be corrected by surgery, exercise, or medication. If there is no physical problem, accept the fact that it is emotional. This means counseling. Get going, and good luck. Rubber,
0: Rubber pants.
1: Rubber pants.
0: Imagine that.
1: Rubber pants are still an option. In a kinkier way. So, a rubber f- medicinal pants, way.
0: Like, um, clearly they're rubber. But yeah. do they have like an incredible, incredible amount of elastic around the leg opening?
1: Are they high waisted or are they low rider?
0: I mean, so then you're just walking around like a full flask.
1: Yes. Like, do they have an opening if they're. No, I think it traps, traps it in. Right. I mean, I picture um, latex. Me too. Yeah.
0: But then you'd steer. You'd hear the, the squishing noise, like at the end of what 16 What about just candles. the sound
1: of rubber when you walk in it in general? Right. Think about a tire. You know what? The squeaking.
0: What I wouldn't do if I had this problem, wouldn't go to a fun house or a <laughs>
1: uh, haunted
0: house or anything that would surprise me.
1: Well, but if you wear rubber pants, they'll hear you coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, here comes June. Yeah, 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 Hey, June. How'd you know it was me? We heard you from five miles away. Is she running a marathon? That's Julie. No, she had a niche. <laughs> oh my god, I'm late for my train.
0: Sorry. <laughs> and then she wets herself because she was late.
1: I'm oh, so excited. I'm just happy to be here. Psst. Can you imagine hot urine and rubber against your body for the day? I know, did she really need to say we were squished inside? That yeah. was a real choice word there. <laughs> I want to look up rubber pants. I would love to get, I also think of dumb waiters. You know, like that's what I like when you're- you know? Yeah, if you're fly fishing. Oh, no. No, those dumb waiters, <laughs> you know, stupid guys who serve you food. Dumb waiters. Rubber pants. Yeah, get me a, a nice picture of rubber pants up there. This could be a whole niche market, you know. You can invest in rubber pants. That's got to be the worst. But I do have to say one of my proudest moments ever was when I made someone laugh so hard they peed their pants. Oh. Oh, that looks way different than I thought. Those are like bloomers. Right. I pictured a full pant.
0: Well, you're dumb.
1: Like starting at the waist, going all the way to your ankles, a rubber pant. Mm. Did you put in rubber pants or rubber panties?
0: Pants. Do you
1: have panties? Yeah, curious. Let me see what you got. Well, and it's gathered at the legs so that it traps all the liquid in. Didn't
0: they have diapers back then though? Like
1: adult diapers in 1982? They absolutely did. You could have used, you know, Depends poise pads for those unfortunate incidents. But it sounds like she's doing full release. It's not like a because I'm not gonna lie. I've run so fast on a treadmill before I have tinkled. Oh my God! This image will forever <laughs> haunt me. You know what that is? That's Kenny Rogers' eye surgery all over again, <laughs> but with somebody's ass. That is, wow, wow, we wow. No, there's a release cup in the big, in the front. Let me see. How do you?
0: <laughs> I don't want to see it. Let me see. Well, let
1: me see. I, this is disgusting. I can't look at this anything. This is terrible. Else. Let me taste it. Do they come in thong? It looks like um. It looks like edible underwear.
0: Is that what you're wearing now?
1: Yes. I like to be able to... Oh, that's very different. Okay, now we're talking (laughs) assless chaps. Latex sexiness.
0: I don't understand. I don't look good in super tight clothing, and I can't imagine wearing latex, which is completely unforgiving. I know. And...
1: You see every bump. And, And getting in and out of it is drama because you have to, like, oil it up, and then you have to put powder in it, and then you have to get a priest, and then you have to chant... Oh, now that's actually kind of cute. I like a bloomer.
0: That's on a man.
1: Oh, no
0: judgment. No judgment at no all. No
1: judgment. If you want to wear that and, and spray your hair on, there's no judgment here at Dear Pod.
0: But there's lots But you of- know
1: who's loaded with judgment? My mother. Which means it's time. Give me the, give me the 2020 ticker tape. Give me a new, a new something. I need some music underneath to introduce my mother.
0: On the spot, I have to come up with a new theme yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, try your something. Who never Not even a theme the song.
1: It, maybe that's what it is. Not even a theme song.
2: Give me like.
0: Just a, pick up the phone. Just pick go. up the phone. Uh, uh. This is your job uh, uh. to pick up the fucking phone.
2: It's time for the mom
0: to the third ring. It's Better time to call my mother. Ring. Pick up the fucking Ask phone. Ask her about these rub up pants. Pick up the fucking phone.
2: oh
1: don't say the F word. Hey. Oh, hi. Hey. How are
2: you? First ringy dingy. I picked it right up. Did you see that? It's like I she can. read your mind. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, welcome
1: to 2020 and a very brand spanking new deer pod. How are you feeling today?
2: Oh, well, I'm sitting here with my feet up, ready to throw all the Christmas decorations out. I thought she was going to say throw up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that too, maybe. Maybe that too. Yeah. I'm sitting no, here.
1: I'm... I'm ready to throw up.
2: Uh, the tree is falling apart. The needles are all falling off. All the ornaments are old. I think I'll go shopping today and get some new stuff.
1: Oh, well, you should because it is a yes. new year. It is January 2nd, and you are and raring happy to go. And
2: happy new year. Yeah, yes. y-
1: Hey, can I ask you something? Did you ever own a pair of rubber
2: pants? Rubber pants. <laughs> no, but you did. <laughs>
1: Excuse oh. me? Huh? What?
2: <laughs> no, Didn't no, expect no. that one, did you? Don't ya? air on dirty laundry. Literally. Really? <laughs> you Wait. know what? When when you kids were small, Pampers were just coming into fashion. So when did I grow up? 1860? What the hell? Cloth cloth diapers oh. and rubber pants. And uh, I, I recall <laughs> having to do the laundry and hang them out on the on the line, and uh, just like in the old days. Would you wash you my rubber, rubber pants? pants. <laughs> you had rubber pants, but I remember one day, you your diaper kind of filled up, and <laughs> I had I had nothing handy, and I and i could see go i could on. see i mean your the rubber pants came in handy cuz it held everything in so <gasps> i said thank god for rubber pants oh my god <laughs> both you and your brother had cloth diapers until pampers came into style and then i switched that over that
1: is child abuse you keep a child strapped into a rubber pant that you just see go brr and
2: expand like I a know. like a bouncy house <laughs> well it wasn't quite like that like a kickball bad. I was I was on top of it. And, How,
1: uh, <laughs> uh, How you know, hot must I have been?
2: Like it just <laughs> traps the heat in your body.
1: Oh my God!
2: It's like a
0: microwave I know. for fecal matter.
2: Oh, I know. And listen, I'm sure Patty had uh, you know. Well, Patty's around your age, right?
1: He's so older. So he probably had a Much cloth older. diaper or two cloth. in his day.
2: And then Jim, he had to have. Diapers. Well, so I, my, It was just a routine. Uh, every Every day you'd throw them in the laundry and hang them outside. Well, my Jules grew hair.
1: up in caveman time, so I'm pretty sure even as an infant, he just took a dump outside. And then his mother <laughs> said, fend and for I yourself. Still
2: have, I still daddy. have a clothesline outside, and once in a while I like to hang out my clothes. And just your rubber like, pants. <laughs> well, rubber pants, no. Those are gone. <laughs> Bring God. them back,
1: man. Bring them back. <laughs> So, uh, welcome to a brand new year filled with rubber pants, and may we also fill your rubber pants with good wishes. Uh, would you like to tell us what the weather is like where you're standing at the moment?
2: Well, where I'm standing is in my living room, and I'm nice and warm, but, uh... Outside, it's, it's sunny and it's dry. But actually, we have a couple of rainy days coming up. So, uh, and you too. So, it'll be oh. like, you know, Monday to today's what? Today's Sunday. I'm so confused. I These know These holidays just completely do me in. And Monday, Tuesday is going to be rainy day. Yes. But other than that. It's going,
1: going to be okay. rainy day. We Why didn't she that 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 rainy day? day.
2: She's Take taking out the out- outside lights. I'll send your father out. Hey, it's raining up. Go unplug those things.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Get on the highest really ladder way. that you can. That's I'd like to collect turn. the insurance, please. Thank <laughs> you. Wow. Um, would you like to tell Patty what you told me as far as
2: the F word goes? Stop saying it. You're a lady.
1: Cheer, oh, Patty? No, Patty. You hear I you're a lady, Patty?
2: I got mad at you the other day because you just happen you just I can't, I can't handle it I just can't handle it She got uh, upset I, with the F-bomb mm. We never we never say, say it here in this house But you said it the other That day, is a lie I have heard
1: it I have heard it in that house
2: Yes, but that was a fight uh, the one, <laughs> No, you can't, a fight, like, you can't You like, can't mince words now years. here No, you can't back off If that
1: <laughs> F-bomb is being thrown around I learned it from you <laughs> I learned it by <laughs> watching you
2: <laughs> it's me it's me you i know are pure your father trash. wouldn't say it he, he just doesn't swear he, no he doesn't and, it's
1: true you could light him on fire and he won't swear And he wouldn't
2: say it it's, he wouldn't say anything he doesn't even say damn and i say it all the time but <gasps> oh! uh, like oh, there was sometimes when you have not to use a certain word and it's appropriate <laughs> within the confines of our own house but you're on the air Oh, oh you have to No, yourself. I don't think lady, that there's, you know.
1: there's lines that, that should be drawn here. I mean, it's freedom of speech, right, Patty?
0: That's correct. We can Absolutely. say whatever I
1: really,
2: we want. And there are times when Patty says that it actually makes me laugh. <laughs> See? See? are not
0: my mother.
2: <laughs> Do you like when I don't answer the phone? Oh,
0: I, I, Lord, may God laugh. himself help you in that case. May so, he...
1: Tap on your shoulder and say
0: someone's calling.
1: Oh well, I am getting the move it along signal from our producer here, oh, who is okay. apparently antsy to go. So we thank okay. you for this New Year's moth report, and uh, we will do yes. our best to fucking reel it in. Yeah. you know. Oh my God. <laughs> have
0: a have a great fucking oh. twenty twenty.
1: <laughs> and who gives a fuck,
2: right? <laughs> oh, fuck this! God, and Time and to go. I get you along? oh heaven. Well, I, I should have left that subject alone. No, not oh. at
1: all. Well, we love you very much, and we we will be tuning in with you next week. In the meantime, enjoy your, your new Deer Pod mug that you're sipping out of. I hope you're drinking your vodka out of it right I now. I
2: am. Totally. I've got to go get some now and have a big, big fat donut. Oh! Your father's out taking a walk.
1: So much for those New Year's resolutions, ladies <laughs> yes, and gentlemen. Twenty-five I know. 25 <laughs> wa- Weight Watchers points, but it's worth it because it's Krispy Kreme. Yeah,
2: is, Oh god, I can't resist them. Alright, I I will let you go then. I know Jim is anxious to move. Oh, oh. Uh,
1: yes, he's very he's giving us the sign, the high sign. Okay. So um okay. go enjoy your, your ill-gotten donut and I will talk to you very soon.
2: Sounds good and happy new year, everybody.
1: Happy, happy New Year! year.
2: Happy okay. fucking
1: new year. Ah. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> and there's the mothra. There and there we have it. What have we learned?
0: She doesn't like the word fuck.
1: So we're going to use it more? And she likes a donut. She
0: loves a donut. But she she's on a fucking wing, donut. And she's on Weight Watchers.
1: It's okay. She's just used up all her points for the day. That's fine. Sure. Sure. No resolutions. All right. Speaking of resolutions, I am resolving to give you a piece of... A listen to mail. Listen to mail. It's 20. I just pictured somebody who fell asleep on the coats, like and during, the coats. A, a, you know, like when there's always people throw coats on a bed at a, at a oh. New Year's Eve party, huh? and then next day inevitably there's somebody who's there's like passed out on the, yeah, oh. somebody passed out on the coats. Someone the, fucked uh, on the coats again. <laughs> again!
0: Oh. <laughs> oh my God. That was the oh. sad Wow. Everybody, if you're wondering, that was Aaron and something crawled. I think it was Joel Gray. And it came up and said, he thought he was at an amusement park and in a slide, but it was really Aaron's (laughs) esophagus. Now he's crawling back out to say hello.
1: Joel, did I eat you again? God, every time I have a plate of spaghetti and meatballs and I make one for Joel, I forget that he has to sit on top of it to eat it. And it's my bad. I mistook him for a meatball. I ingested Joel Gray. And now he wants out. And I'm like, Joel, get back down there and do a tap dance and do a little bit of number from Cabaret, and then I'll let you out again. You were so wonderful in company.
0: Joel, I need you to clean out my colon.
1: Joe, Yo, while you're down there, let me just shove a toothbrush down there. Just, can you sweep up a little bit while you're in there?
0: Do a little chim I mean,
1: You might find some cocaine down there. I <laughs> swallowed a bag of it like two weeks ago. <laughs> might as well I, bring that up. When I was traveling to Puerto Rico and I was worried <laughs> that my supply wouldn't make it there. I had to be my own drug mule, but, you know, here we are. Well, it's a new year and a new Liza. Alright, so we've got some listener mail today. We have one piece of listener mail that we are doing. Maybe we'll switch things up in the new year. I feel the need to like dust up everything, you know, clean things. Marie Kondo, the pod. We might need some new segments or just to switch things up, but in the I'll meantime See you later. Uh, okay, bye. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome our new co-host, Joel Gray. <laughs> right, Joel? <laughs> Oh, Joel, is there anything you won't say?
0: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> Moving on. So we have a piece of listener mail. If you have advice that is in need of answering, please write to us. We like to hear from you guys. We just like to hear from you guys in general. Come on. Email us, please. At gmail.com I'm not needy in the new year. Mm. I swear. I'm working on my codependency mm-hmm. problems. Hmm. So would you like to read uh, the the lead-up and your response to it? Why don't you tee us off? Dear
0: Pod official? What is the appropriate action to take when one receives a text message that obviously was meant to go to someone else? I've always deleted them as soon as I realize they're not for me, but I've been told recently I should be replying with a wrong number message. I must admit that part of the reason I simply delete them is that I don't want to see the person the next day and have to confront them. If they did not know that they sent the message to the wrong person, then that's their problem. If you are sending a message containing information about your latest sexual dream to your latest bed partner, and it happens to be the wrong number, should I just delete it or keep responding? If replying is the correct action, is a single reply sufficient, or should I just have some fun with it? Sign, sincerely, Sexy Texting Mama.
1: Say that five times fast. I can't. Sexy so text I want Sexy Texting Mama. Sexy Texting Mama. Go ahead. <clears throat>
0: Dear Sexy Texty, I think the neighborly thing to do is to write, sorry, wrong number, you know, just like they do in the movies. But it seems like you must get quite a lot of these suggestive messages. I have to say, I think I may have only received two in my lifetime. It makes me wonder, maybe some of these messages are intended for you, maybe just to get you a little hot under the cashmere. I wish you would have given my my, re- my dear readers a little glimpse into the blue messages you've received. Inquiring minds want to know. I want to know. If you know both parties of these texts, I see no harm in having a little fun with your friends. I'm sure they will eventually figure it out along the way, but until then, you can fill your tight inbox with pictures, videos, and all the vivid details you can handle. They may come in handy later. I'm not saying you use it as blackmail, but all I'm saying is that you maybe need... Some help cleaning your gutters, clearing your pipes, snaking your drain, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so when your friends say he can't or doesn't have time to help you out, start teasing him with, with your arsenal of pics and videos. Your gutters and pipes will be cleaned in no time, leaving you so satisfied you might have to break into that emergency pack of Merit ultralights, kick up your heels, and roll down your stockings and savor this moment. Good work, girl.
1: Good work, Girl. Girl. Well, here's what Anne has to say. Dear Mama! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dear Mama, I know the right thing to tell you is to text back a simple, sorry, wrong number, delete the text, and go about your day. That's what every advice columnist and psychologist and fuddy-duddy mother would tell you. But it's a new year and a new Anne. My funny duddy was left under a pile of coats at a 2019 holiday party, passed out in her own sick... So today, I've come ready to party! If I've learned one thing from the Peanut Butter Players Improv 101 class I took in 1973, it's always say yes and. If we lived in a world where people always responded to accidental texts with a sorry wrong person, we wouldn't have amazing websites like Board Panda and Ranker, accumulating hysterical screenshots of misfired messages. Thanks to the advent of airdrop, hundreds of unsuspecting folks have been receiving unsolicited dick pics. My personal favorite was one where a man held his member up to a remote control to give the idea of scale. I texted back, it'd be more accurate if you held it up against a Bic lighter. At least he could look like a giant. Then I sent him a photo of Dick Cavett and said, now this is a dick. Replying to a text misfire could lead to opportunities for you to try out your best one-liners and at least 17 minutes of entertainment for you and your co-workers. Say yes to the improv and let the good times roll. Oh, and always keep your airdrop open at the Starbucks on the corner of State and Vernon in Chicago, Illinois. You'll never know what special gifts you will get in your inbox. And
0: State and Vernon. Yeah. Where'd you get that? Real
1: specific. I'm gonna... Yeah, just keep your airdrop open when you're there. Let's see, let's see what arrives. Airdrop is the funniest thing.
0: Why is that?
1: Technology is funny. Because then, you know, people friends of mine have talked about the fact that when your airdrop is open, people are airdropping people pictures, so they're getting stuff from other people. I mean, I always love the story. I will always say yes to the story and follow the ridiculous tale to its natural conclusion. Rather than say, no, like, let's just see where this goes. Because these texts could be hysterical.
0: I'm still trying to figure out where state and where I, <laughs> hmm.
1: I don't know. I looked up intersections in Chicago, Illinois. Do you want to know the truth? I don't know.
0: <laughs> just seems very strange. It's very
1: specific. Yes. Just keep your airdrop open and, and let, let some magic happen. I didn't know you could close it.
0: Where people can just...
1: Oh, I don't know. I thought that I don't know.
0: I don't know. I don't I, know everybody's.
1: Get, I don't understand how technology works. Jules got me a new iPhone, and I have FaceTimed several people I haven't spoken to in years by accident. And you can't turn off your flashlight. I can't turn off my flashlight. I can't figure out how to pair it with the car. That's the other thing. Uh, that so that's going to take a minute. What's your best Christmas gift of the last year? Because we haven't talked about your gifts that you've gotten.
0: A new suit. Ooh, from where? The J. Crew.
1: How does some did did Marcus buy that for you?
0: My lover, no, um, my mother did.
1: What? How she did, did she do that? How does she know sizes? She's crafty. Suits are really specific.
0: Well, you buy it and then you tailor it. Okay. You don't just buy it off the rack.
1: You don't. I well, I and then the you wa- walk out in it. But that's nice. She got you a suit from J. Crew.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How does it look? It's fantastic. Oh, snazzy. You don't wear a suit to work, right? No,
0: I do not wear a suit to work. I can't because I do too many things that would ruin it.
1: You wear rubber pants to work, though.
0: Well, I have to.
1: For the amount of shitting yourself that you do in an average Mm -hmm. day.
0: Can't wait to go back.
1: Well, hey, ladies and gents, put your rubber pants on because it's time
0: for... specialty Specialty Cocktail Specialty Drink.
1: Put on your cocktail in my rubber pants. Bring out your rubber pants and see what's in
0: rubber pants and empty it out into Uh, a glass uh, and uh, shake uh, it. uh,
1: Uh, They have a release valve. Uh, Somebody wrote to me on Facebook. Uh, A fan of the pod wrote to me, and please feel free to reach out and tell me the things you like. She says that in her local supermarket, they always have specialty crackers for sale, and she hears herself singing it, singing specialty cocktail, but with specialty crackers in her head every time. (laughs) So this song gets under people's skin. Specialty crackers, specialty specialty toast. Add some cheese on your specialty crackers. Not just whole wheat here, they're kind of thin. It, uh, so there you go.
0: No, I want wheat things.
1: Now, for this week's specialty cocktail, January 2nd, episode 37, we have the Winter Sour. Mm. Mm. It's cold out, so let's start drinking. Let's ruin our resolutions right now. All right. This was found online by the sexiest baby New Year this side of the Staten Island, James Jules Ferris. I did not write that. no. Uh, Yeah, he he thinks a lot of himself in 2020, doesn't he? So this is one and a half ounces of Meyer lemon juice, one ounce Campari, one and a half ounces clover honey syrup, which is one part clover honey and one part simple syrup or just honey and water and sugar, apparently. Uh, One rosemary sprig. And are you ready for this? An egg white. I know it sounds dicey, but you have to trust me on this. Chemistry happens, and it makes it delicious. All right. So when you put this together, you want to strip the leaves from the rosemary sprig, add them to a shaker, and muddle. Then you add the lemon juice and egg white and dry shake. That means no ice. Yes. For five seconds. Then you add campari, honey syrup, and ice, and shake well. Strain into a cocktail glass and garnish with a short Rosemary Sprig. Excuse me, I have Joel Grey in my throat. (laughs) Get out of there! Joel, stop holding on. You're gone and so is your career. Let go. Let go like your daughter let go of her nose. All right. So, here's what we know about ourselves at Dear Pot. We can be a little bit bitter, Hmm. A lot bit sour, but always, oh, "Oh, so sweet. That's right. Believe it or not, we have found that is a delicious combination both on air and in a glass. The Campari is going to give it some bite while at the same time making it look oh so sexy with its foamy topping. Think of this drink as a metaphor for us two sexy, bittersweet, and sour hosts. We quench your comedic thirst while making you feel delighted and craving your next sip all at the same time. Joel, get out of that throat. God damn it. I'm going to need some more honey syrup for my throat right now. Oh, this New Year's killing me. That's right. This is our goal for 2020, to keep you coming back to Dear Pod for another sip, another episode, and another excuse to make you laugh at all of our poop jokes. (laughs) There you go, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Goal. Goal. Oh. So yes, this is the winter sour Oh, it looks oh. delightful Okay, Joel, you can come back up out of my stomach For just a sip <laughs> But then you gotta go back down and keep cleaning things up Because it's a new year And I know that I want to get organized So Marie Kondo my innards, would you? <laughs> just put my liver to the side Stop sleeping on it <gasps> Cheers to this very Shit. wintry looking Oh, oh. Co- I know Do it right over the, the it, board Again, nice it, looks, safe.
0: it looks like jell 1, 2, 3
1: mm. I like it too that ooh. is amazing that's ooh you go through you scroll through like five different flavors it starts off sweet and then it turns sour just like me in my life and my later years I this like this that. drink is really a metaphor for me and it's red and foamy
0: so the thick foam on top is from the egg mm-hmm. I'm assuming
1: and it's a really thick foam like it's yeah. a
0: it's like it's been saving up all week. It's like week. a
1: cappuccino. Stop it. You're <laughs> disgusting.
0: Oh, my God. Oh,
1: well, take a sip of that. That will cure yeah. what ails you. Yeah. You know what? That's going to help you get over your New Year's hangover and help you get on with life in 2020. I mean, that is a great way to kick things off, especially, <laughs> look at, you've got a ring of that's foam. That's a drink. That is a lovely drink. That is another one of our brunch cocktails. I would definitely yeah, have this at brunch. Right yeah, it goes through... It scrolls through about five different personalities.
0: Oh, it's like, like the me Sibyl. in a day. It's the Sibyl of dreams. It is, yes. Yeah, and I suck that down. Oh, yeah.
1: Joel, I'm sending something down for you, honey. <laughs> You're going to love it. Just ride that rosemary sprig all the way to my lower intestine. I mean, the time is just flying. I went to a, a Christmas party at Aunt Margaret's house in 1973. I fell asleep on her couch. I woke up, and it was 1986, and I had to get a whole new wardrobe. So if you don't mind, I've left Joel Gray in the other room. I think oh God, I left him in the toilet. My bad. He'll swim his way out.
0: He thought it was the grotto.
1: <laughs> I keep telling him it's an indoor pool. <laughs> Joel, go swim in the toilet. I'll go in there in a second and get you. And then I get a little colander and I just scoop him right out. <laughs> He'll shake him off, you know. He has fun. We all have fun. Not the sun file.
2: Show!